0: Welcome to Adults Only Comedy Berlin. Today we have Annabelle Minkova. Hello. Hello. Hello, Hello Anna. Thank you for having me.
1: <laughs> I'm so happy you're here. I, uh, You came back from the bathroom. This seems to be how I'm introducing a lot of my episodes at the moment. And you told me, what did you tell
0: me? I said that your bathroom was having an identity crisis. <laughs> Why do you say that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's half pink and half blue. Your bathroom is in the middle of a gender of your party. And it can't decide which gender the baby's going to be. It's it's a modern, it's a woke bathroom. It's
1: a very woke bathroom. It's yeah. like, look, we don't need to decide. Stop being so binary. We can be pink and blue. <laughs> uh, no, it was that um, there's these these tiles underneath that yeah. are like blue and uh, green. It's like green leaves and like blue kind of clouds or sea. And then someone's painted this horrible purple pink over them.
0: I wasn't you. It was not me. <laughs> I is the kind of person who wanted everything to be pink, no. but you never really know someone until you've seen
1: their bathroom. It's true, it's true. And when I moved in here, some of the pink had already been like uh, was already chipping off, and so I spent quite a bit of time removing the paint. But there's there's like this is so interesting. There's like <laughs> there's like pink, but then underneath there's like a primer mm-hmm. of white, and so it's two layers two layers of paint, and it's it's a lot of work to keep, take it off. Okay. Like. Like it's elbow grease as Mm -hmm. well as chemicals as well as like a like a scraper
0: okay
1: it like for one tile to get be freed of the pink Mm -hmm. it takes like a half an hour
0: okay
1: and there's like another 20 tiles in this how did
0: you figure out how to do
1: that um at first i just had like a like a butter knife and i was scraping it off and i was like this shouldn't be this hard and then i went to the Bauhaus and they suggested this thing but it's this thing that's like uh, like gel just makes yeah. it a bit softer, but then it just makes it really messy. Yeah and Yeah, it's just it's a lot of work to just remove something quite superficial So I did like I did like 10 tiles So I've done like half the bathroom and mm. then I'm just like, you know, that's enough. Okay. I
0: like it. It looks abstract It's avant-garde. <laughs> it's, it's got an opinion. It says something.
1: It says something
0: I'm surprised they were hopeful to you in the bathhouse every time I go there with a problem. They look at me like how should i know why are you asking me I, yeah.
1: don't, I don't work here it's taken me a long time to be able to go to the bat so that house is like at a hardware store in in Germany. one of the hardware stores and it's like i had so many really infuriating interactions in there for mm. the first few years and then i finally like i don't know you just have to you just have to approach them mm-hmm. with this like I know what I want. I'm friendly, mm-hmm. but I expect nothing from you.
0: Okay. It's very much like Berlin dating. I, I expect nothing from you. Just I, a good screw. Just a good screw, please. Not even... Just show me where the screws are. I just have a look. That's enough. That's enough. Then, you can, then I can go home. Just tell me there's you wood tick somewhere. It off my list, Yeah
1: so yeah but um but you know like it's gotten better and also the more German you have the better the interaction
0: okay
1: yeah um, they always placement. hide
0: there the employees every time I go there and every other I think country in Europe you walk into a shop and they're like oh how can I help you whereas in Germany or like especially in the Bauhaus they like scatter
1: Oh, the, no, the worst, the
0: worst shop like, shot. turning
1: on the light in the bathroom No, right now, kind of just like... <laughs> like, no, 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 they won't see me if I'm over here. Yeah. I'm just, like, behind the computer. It's like, dude, this is the service area. Like, why would you not be doing your job? Oh, my God. Also, no, the worst no. place in Germany, I think, um, customer service-wise, is hmm. um, Media Markt or, like, uh, yeah, the technology okay, stores. Okay, I haven't been there. Oh, save that one that one's uh, <laughs> nothing makes me angrier than going to Media Markt and whenever like the last time I went in there an employee actually said can mm. I help you and I was like <gasps> like this has never
0: happened
1: <laughs> like I usually have to search for someone and then you give me the wrong directions yeah. I ask another person they get angry that I'm asking yeah. send me somewhere else like it's just the most unprofessional unhelpful hospital. yeah so mm. you lived in um, Berlin for how long three years mm-hmm. maybe
0: a little bit more three years yeah
1: and you started comedy as soon as you arrived or you'd already done comedy in you know, England?
0: I started comedy in Berlin mm-hmm. so I lived here about a year and a half and maybe a bit longer than that and then it was during Covid mm-hmm. like everything was shut down like, all the clubs were shut so I was like oh my weekend is free um <laughs> <laughs> and, like when you're when you're like semi-depressed you're like you watch loads of stand-up to yes. feel something so I was like oh, I watched so much stand-up but because I'm obsessed with productivity, I was like, I need to make use of all this information that I've got, so I should mm-hmm. do a class. Yes. So I signed up for a class with Caroline mm-hmm. Caroline Clifford, who's the, the OG, I think the OG. I call uh, her the grandmother, uh, but I'm
1: not sure if she liked that, yeah. The grandmother of stand-up in Berlin.
0: Yes. Yes. Um, so I signed up with a class with her, and yeah, the rest is history.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. mm-hmm. And that was uh, in 2020?
0: That was uh, October twenty one. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. So October towards 21. the end.
1: Yeah. So you're doing all that stand up consumption in twenty twenty, and then <laughs> it finally built up the...
0: Yeah. <laughs> and then you did the. Did you do the competition? I did the competition. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I did. I did a. I did the class in I think October, and then the competition started in January.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, I mostly signed up because you know Louie, Um. You yeah. like
1: in the ways of bet-
0: Betcha. Betcha, yeah. And mm-hmm. um, she, I love her, she's like a pleasure. So we were in the same class together and she was like, you sign up for your screen, and you do it today, because after I did the class, so I was like, oh, I don't know when my next spot will be. Mm-hmm. But she, like, pushed me to sign up for stuff, and then that's what got the ball rolling. So, you gotta have thank that. you, Louie. Thanks,
1: Louisa. <laughs> Thanks yeah, she's she's great. Having those having those people in your life, and particularly in comedy, yeah, really important. Like, my pusher was mm-hmm. Toby Arsalan, actually. He was the one that was okay. like, start comedy. I Why don't do you just know do it? He's here? He's an OG. Okay. He's um, Pakistani-German, yeah. and uh, he ran um, the Mike Joke Time uh, which is long gone mm-hmm. And he does it Like he'll do He'll do You know uh, Showcases But he Doesn't often Like I, I don't see him Doing mics very often Okay um, But he I'm pretty sure he writes For like a German comedy uh, Program Thing
0: How did you meet him?
1: Uh, he was the roommate Of um, my first boyfriend In Berlin Okay yeah so. You know. <laughs> yeah, now. yeah so he actually it was him um there was a painter as well and then another comedian two other comedians lived there as well so reese <laughs> do you know reese um yes his surname might be mclaughlin or reese he's a he's a london based okay um and then there was also a taiwanese comedian living there as well yeah. but kind of like who knows how officially and so it was these three comedians mm. living there and then um, and so lots of yeah. so I met um, I met a lot of a lot of people in the scene before uh, I started comedy and so also Neil numb is that your phone
0: yeah I don't know Sorry, you know we just notifications from Strava, like, you haven't run in 365
1: days. Strava, I don't even know what that is.
0: It's a a running app, don't get it, because it just reminds you that you're not exercising. (laughs)
1: It's the same with Duolingo, it's the same with fucking dating apps. It's like, yeah, I know I haven't fucked anyone new for a while. (laughs) Jesus, stop it. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Do you like running?
0: No. (laughs) (laughs) I stopped, that's why I stopped. I stopped running a couple of years ago. Like, I went through a breakup, but then I was like, okay. Now I'm going to do a half marathon because that's the only reason anyone does sport, right? I feel like people who do,
1: like, I don't want to, I just feel like people who do marathons, it's like, get a better hobby, man. Like, like, meet people, you know, like, you're not meeting people when you do a marathon. You're not. It's very solitary. Like, like, just like deep, dig deeper into your isolation, you know, that that sounds really mean. But I just, I, I just also, I think running is just so, like, scientifically, it's very jarring on the body. It's very boring. Like you're moving at this very slow pace. Like walking's different because it's very like like you're you can slow like you, I feel like it's more like connecting with nature mm-hmm. and it's more ponderous. Whereas running is this jarring physically stressful, you know, uh activity. I don't I don't I just I just I, I find it hard to believe that anyone actually likes doing
0: it. I kind of started because I wanted to get a fit. Mm-hmm. And then um it's easy to do it because you don't... I, I was, You know when you're going through a time when you don't want to commit to things? Yes. Like, you can just run whenever you want to. Yes. Which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're right, it is bad for your knees. I think, I've, I think I've got very bad grandma knees now probably because of the running. And apparently it ages you because when you're like jumping up and down, like the skin in your face is like jumping up and down Absolutely! As well, and you get old. But I, I think you're right. Like, I, I think every sport has its identity around it. And mm-hmm. I think I realized I just like, don't identify... With
1: runners as a as, as a, a clan as a clan as a yeah. group, I um I my exercise is all very haphazard. But riding riding a bike is really like the okay. That's how I and Berlin is such a great city for riding because there's no part of the city that is difficult to cover with a bike. Like yes yeah. Whereas in Melbourne, like I used to ride in Melbourne as well, and yeah. the the center of um like the business district is very hilly. Like it like there's some mm-hmm. hardcore hills there, okay. and then it's also just such a hugely um like dispersed city like it's yeah. in like it's just so sprawling yeah whereas Berlin it's it's big but it's like not that it's not that crazy yeah. like like the most I'd ride in a weekend is maybe like 35 kilometers yeah. r- riding from east to north west to whatever yeah. um and I think that's yeah but the problem is in winter that's when it's like okay so how am I gonna stay fit I don't know what do you do get fat <laughs> I take more drugs <laughs>
0: Take impediments Don't eat Stay skinny Stay skinny I I do
1: work out at home And I used to uh, Jump rope But I think like If running ages you Fucking jumping rope Has got to age you Although it is like you're, You're not supposed To jump that high
0: How can you control that?
1: you can control how high you like it's just supposed to you jump just high enough to let the rope okay. pass under your feet so whereas running is like these big leaps mm-hmm. jumping is just a small movement off the ground I and bet like your dancing. downstairs
0: neighbours love you oh no
1: I do it outside oh, okay. I wouldn't do it inside no, no, no I'm not that I'm not that crazy <laughs> <laughs> although I have thought about doing it on the balcony because yeah. I've been outside it's like when people walk past you that's when you start like 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 uh, tripping over the rope, and then you're
0: mm-hmm.
1: like, ah, you d- I don't ah, like cool. Ah, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not good at this. Do you do
0: tricks and stuff? No. <laughs> <laughs> there are people on TikTok who like do the little crossovers and like. I bet. I listen bet. to K-pop. k Oh
1: god. Yeah, definitely. No, K-pop's fine. It's just TikTok that I don't respect. Um, okay, so we're talking a little bit about you moving mm-hmm. back to London. Are you okay with bees, by the way?
0: Yeah, I'm okay. Oh, okay I cool, just cool. saw that my pro was showing. Your boobs. But, um,
1: It's out. It's a great top. Thanks. I just was really staring at boobs. I was more looking at the top. That's
0: okay. Admire, appreciate. (laughs) I need some, yeah, validation. (laughs) I need some validation. Been in Berlin for four days already. Need some validation. Uh,
1: So um, you're back in London. You're doing mics. Um, you asked you asked me would I consider moving to London and I was yeah. like yeah I totally would if I got the right job opportunity yeah because I think um so I went to the Edinburgh Fringe for the first time and took a show there
0: yes I'm gonna ask you about it are you gonna yes. tell me about it now because um, well, I was there but like I left like two days before all of you guys from Berlin came oh, a bit fuck. Of pity. yeah I saw Moni and Mirhai but mm-hmm. I think yeah I missed you guys like you Sophia yeah yeah. Yeah, hopefully next year. But yeah. How did you like
1: it? It was the best two weeks of my life.
0: Yeah? Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, it
1: was fucking amazing. Like, just, it's comedy heaven. You're just yeah. able to do spot after spot after spot, run yeah. your own show. Um, you know, they're, they're stand up, educated audiences. Yeah. They're up for a good time. Totally. Like, you do have those dips in the week where you just feel like audiences are exhausted yeah. and, like, fucking cynical and hard work. Uh, or, you know,. Uh, or everyone else is just tired. Or you're not sure. Like it's 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 a crazy emotional roller coaster. Mm. But the amount that you're able to achieve, and just yeah, performing to British audiences. What what what?
0: Nothing. I just about to sneeze. <laughs> 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 I didn't I come out.
1: I could hear something happening. I was like, I'll look over in a second. But I'm gonna finish this thought. <laughs> <laughs> I have tissues if you need. Um, but yeah. just but just performing to yeah. British audiences that are up for comedy mm-hmm. I just felt like and native English speaking audiences
0: that is it makes a big difference isn't
1: it it's the thing is it's a it's like it's so exciting mm-hmm. and fun and validating and you can feel like I could I could like the number of jokes so <laughs> the rush the, the rush was crazy <laughs> like when you can when you can create that rolling laughter because yes. you're able to throw comment after comment like line after line and yeah. they all connect because they they can keep up because yes. they're not needing to translate mm. they know all of the words yeah and they're also looking for the jokes with you because they know how stand-up works yeah. it's like the the tightness and the um punchiness that you can you know elevate yourself to in that environment is so exciting yes and then coming mm. back to berlin and i love berlin audiences because they're they're you know you get some really like people that are really Mm open-minded and and are with you and um and you're able to like test some really really crazy progressive like like out there shit not just progressive like out there stuff Mm -hmm. but it's just uh you just got to go slower yeah and so whenever i go back to australia or go to the uk it's like it's this process of needing to speed up again because i'm Mm -hmm. not needing to be Conscious of non-native speakers,
0: right? Do you find a difference between the Australian audience and the fringe audience, for
1: example? Mm, Like the London crowd, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think um, I think everyone in Europe, uh, you're able to go darker in Europe. Yes. Because there's a closer um, physical and emotional connection to dark times. Like you're in Europe, okay. you know, you've got the you've got Russia right there. You've got the Ukraine war. You've got okay. Syrian refugees everywhere. Yeah. You've got you've you got France. <laughs> you've got fucking France. <laughs> right. You've got you've got Ireland. Right. Yeah. You've got like all of this conflict that's still very real. You've got like the you know the fucking Yugoslav war. You've got all of this stuff that's within um, very like. Uh, close history, as well as like geographically near, whereas in Australia mm-hmm. they're so removed from anything, um, anything, you know, dangerous. Are they? And emotionally to difficult. They yeah, they're to well
0: experienced trauma. Yeah,
1: they're 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 not traumatized. They're not they're not. Okay, so the way I like to explain it or uh, demonstrate, like I think this, this is the perfect way to show the um connection mm-hmm. with uh true danger that one has when they live in Europe versus in Australia. So okay. in, in Edinburgh <laughs> one day they had the big fighter fighter planes fly over the over the city. Were okay. you there when that happened?
0: I did not see that.
1: It was more like a hearing situation because okay. like I didn't see shit but the sound mm-hmm. it sounded like okay, so this huge noise descends across the city. It's terrifying building like it feels like everything's shaking. Mm-hmm. I absolutely go into this moment of, holy fuck, we're being, like, it's Russia or it's a um, some kind of act of, of terror or, um, you know, like, war. Really?
0: That was your, like, gut reaction?
1: That was my gut reaction. Amazing. I was like, holy fuck, my friend from Australia is standing next to me. He's like, are they going to come back? Are they going to come back? And- He's like, well, that was like one of those vital ones, like, and and I was like, what are you, what what is wrong with you, like, yeah. how can you be so, like, you don't have any fear right now? He's like, no, no, it's just like in the, you know, like the air, um, what is it called? The they have like the air expos oh, in the right. country, and so for
0: him, it's like entertainment. Yeah, he, he just mm,
1: assumed it was entertainment, entertainment. Yeah. Whereas, like, I, you know, like. I was here when the Ukraine war started. I one of my best friends' wife died in the bombing in Syria. Mm. Like it's like we're not that far from it. Mm. And so I think in terms of comedy in Australia, going dark is not comfortable because and most comics in Australia do yeah. not go dark without first very much preparing the audience. Yeah. Whereas in Europe, you can go dark pretty fucking fast okay. and pretty hard. Yeah. Yeah. So I think Edinburgh to Australia, that's still is a very yeah noticeable difference
0: that's interesting because like australians are meant to have this like really light-hearted banter yes and you think that's because of just yeah like, again yeah, the culture okay yeah it's
1: just kind of like like so many of my you know good aussie comedians it doesn't yeah. it doesn't get too too dark or they don't they don't push those don't those push things off. too much
0: yeah.
1: a lot of supermarket material you know a lot
0: of yeah <laughs> off the shelf off the shelf <laughs> seen that one before Packaging, <laughs> yeah, tastes the same. It all tastes the No, they they're good, and like there
1: are comics that are you know they t- touch mm. on emotional stuff, but it's not. There's there's often a quite a you know a lightness yep. um, to it all, um, but uh, but yeah. So in terms of like my consideration of England, like yes. I am considering England. Like I would because the you can just level up in terms of like your your comedy can get so much denser, and as it, by dense I mean like packed full with with punches mm. when you're speaking to an audience that really can follow but mm. that does then limit your touring capabilities because then when you tour mm. you're still going to be touring and performing to audiences that aren't first like you know mother, mother tongue mm. so I don't know yeah. good and bad
0: I think there is an advantage to being in Berlin because you do realize what works internationally yes like at the level in london is really hard even in the open mic circuit but i i i i already have that sense from the beginning when i hear jokes like oh that's really funny in london or that's really funny in the uk yeah anyone who's lived outside the island is not gonna understand what you're talking about
1: totally right which
0: might be good like sometimes having your niche is good yes you get be, get big in your niche and then go to whatever mm-hmm. but um it's just something to be aware about
1: yeah yes. i agree i agree so it's like yeah, so I would like to spend, you know, a few I would like to spend a couple of months a year mm. in the UK mm. because I think I I did feel like I could I could see I could see a new level of you know, um punchiness that you can get to, but then coming back to mainland Europe, mm. then you have to then you sort of have to recalibrate. You can still be that punchy, but you just got to be got to be more st- strategic with your wording and uh and not not rely too much on local references
0: yes yeah
1: that's true so yeah i want to visit i'm going to visit um i'm going to do this little festival in february the leicester festival
0: that's meant to be a really good one i did meet a couple of people there who he run he run it and they said they said it's a pretty popular one yeah
1: Yeah, yeah. i've got like uh i think i've got like three dates there so i'll do my solo my work in progress and do a compilation show
0: how long is it
1: um the festival i think is the full month but it's Mm -hmm. um but like it's such a small little festival. It's not like Edinburgh, so yep. you probably only do like two or three shows of your own. But okay. it's a good opportunity to run your own show and you know, free rent and advertising and nice. festivals. So. Um, but whilst I'm there, I also want to check out, I want to do some stuff in Manchester and yeah. Liverpool because I haven't been to these places. Uh, have you been to these places? I have
0: not been to Liverpool. Okay, Manchester. I've been to Manchester, but not comedy. Okay. But people are really friendly. I like Mancunians very much.
1: Mancunians, I didn't know that was the... <laughs> that is
0: the adjective.
1: <laughs> Mancunians. Yes. Woo <Whoa-ho.
0: laughs> my Manchester friends all say that I've probably pronounced that. Oh, crazy. how do they,
1: Oh, well then how should you say it, Mancunians?
0: I'm not going to
1: try. Okay, you're just like I'll butcher. it. I'll
0: butcher. i butcher. It. I'm sorry. You butchered my surname. I'm going to butcher your town. It's tit for tat. Mancunians. That's that, That's
1: Mancunians. crazy. Mancunian. Have you gone Mancunian? Mancunian. It's Mancunian. like Liverpool. Liverpool.
0: Um, Liverpool.
1: Podlian. Scouse. Scouser. Yeah. Scouse. Skaza, yeah. So. yeah. Do you know um, Kyle Legacy? no Ah, oh, he's oh my god oh, he's, he's, is he from
0: the pool? yeah okay maybe I've seen him on my feed yeah he's got the yeah. crazy
1: hair he's got like the white boy afro yeah always yeah. wearing like a basketball singlet yeah mostly he's so fucking funny but like his accent is just insane like like uh do you know Ludwig the comedian mm-hmm. in Berlin mm-hmm. yeah he was like oh do you know anyone that might have spots I was like you know what like hit up with Kyle mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you'll be able to communicate with him <laughs>
0: <laughs> good luck <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Now you know how it feels to be me in Germany. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's like you think you speak English yeah, but I, I don't think you understand English actually. Yeah. Like if you meet someone with that level of accent. But just so fucking funny man, mm. like oh this guy's accent's hilarious. Yes. Uh, so okay, so you didn't do comedy in Manchester. Okay. I'm, I'm, I wanna check that
0: But they have a they have I think it's called I think Beat Frog. Beat the frog in Manchester or is it in Liverpool? Was a hot bucket. Okay, there's like gong shows. Mm-hmm. There's like a very famous gong show in, Ma- in Manchester.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have
0: yeah. you done any gong shows in
1: the UK? I only did like all eggs one in Edinburgh. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't mind gong shows. It's like, a
0: really big thing.
1: It is a very big thing in the UK. Uh, we've, we we run one here, yeah. Christoph and I, um, when we get the spot at uh, the Wall. But yeah, people love it. People mm. love it. But um, and I like a gong show, although it's really like it's just like you kind of have to do your safest material like say it's like I'm not able to really like I can still be me but it's like Mm -hmm. I am censoring myself yeah and also I okay what I okay have you done a gong show yes okay how did it which one and and how did it go (laughs)
0: um I did so last the last November the first gong show I did was the one at the comedy comedy store in London Mm -hmm, the one in Leicester Square yep I went okay. I think I did nearly three minutes, so I was like pretty happy. That's good. How many
1: minutes do they give you pre gong capability?
0: There's no safe time at that one. Ooh. So, well done. Yeah, I mean, I'm happy. Yeah, because it, some people got on stage and they were like gonged off in like eh. Tense. eh, eh. Yeah, and this woman came on. I'm embarrassed to say for my people, she came on and she was like, "I'm American," and then everyone was like, "Bing, bing, bing." Well, yeah. <laughs> But like, is that really your first line though? She was like, I'm American and she was going into her joke. The people people were not happy.
1: Oh, that is rough. That is like, how- Also like,
0: when you look at video clips from that gong show, because you just see the stage and it looks really narrow, you don't realize that that room is huge. There's like four or five hundred people in there and it goes really far back. It's deceiving. Yeah,
1: I have heard that. I have <laughs> heard that it's uh it, it's it's a large capacity and just brutal.
0: But I think that's the worst one. The yeah. other ones are a little bit nicer. Like they usually protect your first minute. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. And I hear the one in Manchester's a little bit easier to beat yeah. than like the London one. Um okay, and so what do you think they gonged you off on?
0: Um, I repeated a line. Like I had I have I have a setup oh. Oh. and I, I said the same thing again and they were like, We already heard you say that and they just
1: Got rid of me. Wow, that's yeah. that's really intolerant.
0: Yeah. But now I don't see it anymore and I'm like, okay, well, kind of help me make my tets my tets tighter, My set tighter. Yes, your tets tighter. <laughs> my, my,
1: my tet's so sad. <laughs> um, <laughs> made your Make your set tighter, but not necessarily you no um, okay so that's interesting I uh, yeah the, in Edinburgh when I because I had a, I don't think the only other gong show I'd done before was mm. in Barcelona uh, they like had a
0: gong show
1: they did they did okay. I don't know if it still runs but um, in uh, Barcelona was the only place you could perform like in the pa- it was the only place where you could perform during the pandemic everything uh, there opened up in like mm, February twenty twenty one, and okay. so we would all like not perform for like six months, and we die dying. So Drago Shahak and I, we went over there, and then there was Mike Rice there and Victor Troschan Patra- and <laughs> uh, Sid Singh, and it was like this whole like coming together of all of the European comics being like ah, and Luana was there, and <laughs> and, um, and there was a gong trip, and that was the first time I'd done one. And how'd it go? Uh, like it was fine. It was just like uh, my, you know, like the first sh- one's a shock. It's like our first time, you know? Well, it's good to watch other people do it, but like, (laughs) (laughs) Shahak and Dragos get up there. And like, they do all of their new material in the first three minutes. So it was, of course, once they can like, and it was like three minutes safe and then whatever. And then of course, once the audience can fucking gong you, it was like immediately, like as soon as you could go, because they were doing all the, it's like, it's a strategy. You've got to Mm -hmm. get them on side. Yeah. And then you got to keep them on side. Mm. And like the, the level like of, um, of controversy you can bring is minuscule, mm. you know, like you really, you just got to play it so safe. And so it is a good, it's a, I like it as a, as a litmus test for your material. Like
0: for okay. new material.
1: Okay. No, for, well for, for seeing what is safe. Yeah. And like, for example, I didn't realize that a couple of my jokes were not safe. Like in Berlin, you just get kind of inured to certain levels. That is so that
0: is really true, actually. Right? Yeah.
1: Like like sexual like not sexuality stuff so much, but like like no,
0: I would I would say crude stuff. Crude. Like, not sexuality, but just sex.
1: Sex and also um, racial stuff as well, like yeah. uh, talking about other nationalities. Yeah. I don't do that a lot, but it's like a bit darker here. Not
0: darker, but more accepted. It's more accepted, it's accepted to yeah. be a
1: little bit like um, making. Oh, just making little comments like I've got a, a joke about sleeping with um sleeping with lots of people from the Middle East yeah. and I make like one little comment that's yeah. like not it's like it's it's a joke but it was considered like the I got gonged like <laughs> I got, got like the dude that fucking in Edinburgh the dude that fucking gonged yeah. me was laughing like yeah. dying with laughter as he like flagged yeah. me it's like motherfucker but um did
0: you speak back then?
1: Oh yeah, I was like, yes. You fucking white boy as I got off the stage. It's like, I'm talking about Middle Eastern's here and you're getting offended, get fucked. Like
0: that's yeah, people here don't get offended on other people's Ah oh, that's not true. i nah, people here true. that's not true.
1: But it's it's people are a little bit more I don't know, because it's so diverse here like at least comedy audiences yeah. here, it's fully intimate like you might mostly get,
0: expats
1: It's mostly expats mm. and you might you might get fifty percent German but then they're you know germans who've learned english and so they're well traveled or and then you'll often get audiences that are everyone's from a different country Mm. you'll have like a room of 30 people and everyone is from a different place Mm -hmm. so it's like i don't know like you're talking loosely about different nationalities isn't and like like it's you know, it's not a hate speech if you're just saying. It's it
0: not taboo because it's your everyday. Yeah. It's everyday life. So if you don't talk about it, it's almost worse because you're avoiding the topic. Exactly, and so that's the same yeah. as dark
1: comedy in Australia. Same as like you know, different national talking about different nationalities mm. in the UK. It's like because you're not talking
0: about it all the time. Yeah.
1: yeah. You're a bit sensitive. You're. It's triggering. Mm. So yeah. But yeah, I, the second time I did the going in Edinburgh, I like it was. I, I didn't get a single a single. Nice. Comment. And it's like yeah. Like, okay, I, I had learned by the end of mm-hmm. the, the fringe what my safest material was. Okay. And, like, I like that material, but it's like, oh, I get so much more joy out of doing my other shit that, like, causes mm-hmm. those, like, oh, <gasps> laughs. Like, that's mm-hmm. so enjoyable.
0: It's a bit like being on a... It's, it's a bit like dating. The first time, you have to just do all the safe stuff. Right. Yeah, first five minutes. first five the minutes. first date, and then you can go and, like a bit more than a See how far
1: you can go right? without getting a red card. Exactly, exactly. So in your three years in Berlin, did mm-hmm. you, like, did you have partners or did you, like, just date around or...
0: I had some little flings. I never had, a, I have, never had like, a partner. Like, mm-hmm. I wasn't in a relationship. Mm-hmm. But I had an, I had an old fling here, here and there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. How did you meet
0: people? Oh, my God. Okay, well... <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so, a couple of times, I see say a couple of times from nights out, mostly from mm. people I lived with and their friends. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a good way.
1: You know that they're so, safe.
0: Friends. But I mean, don't show where you sleep, as they say. Yeah,
1: don't show where you sleep, that don't is totally just, what they're saying.
0: Um, yeah, I lo- you learn that through experience, and sometimes you have oh. to experience that a couple of times.
1: Oh yeah, is that what happened, <laughs> huh? <laughs> okay, so you, you are you like anti-dating apps?
0: Um, I want to say that I am, but mm. I still like have that crisis every three months where I like download them and yeah. then I delete them again in like forty hours. But yeah. I mean, I'm not. I'd love to have a um, an offline story, but I'm not anti. Okay. I don't. Know, I don't know. Maybe I think they take a little bit of. Um, What's the word? Like passion out of it because mm-hmm. you know what to expect and I think that being unexpected is sexy. Mm-hmm. Like when you meet someone, like if you don't know if they're into you, that's like pretty whole. Mm-hmm. Because it's kind mm-hmm. of mysterious, you know, it's kind of... That's part of the game, you know, like does for he like sure. me or does he not like me? Whereas that when you're on the app because you're both looking for either uh, sex and or love, mm-hmm. then you know that there's romance already on the table. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't
1: know about that. Like, it's you've still got to connect with them, and you have still got to have chemistry. So mm-hmm. it could be that you're, it could be that you meet and the like one of you doesn't want it. So there's still that element of mystery.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, I think, I think we're all interested in sex, <laughs> and oh. we all want love, depending on whether or not we're single or mm-hmm. you know with other people. But like, I don't know. It's still meeting people from apps, like. It it could still work out that neither of you want it, or one of you wants it and the other doesn't. Mm-hmm.
0: There's still I think there's
1: still that mystery there, but
0: okay. But I feel like it's on the table, right? Whereas when you meet someone mm-hmm. IRL, it's not on the table yet. So somebody has to put it there. Like that's how the flirting game starts. Whereas mm-hmm. yeah, that's I think that's like the hardest part, like to break that boundary.
1: Interesting because it's okay, okay. Yeah. I don't, yeah okay okay i I feel like um putting that on the table mm-hmm. can be very easy though like it
0: uh yeah, is it easy for you? are you a good flirter um when you meet someone that you like are you are you good at like dropping the hint like either flirting directly and mm-hmm. saying you're interested or making it easy for them to approach you?
1: I guess I am because it works out like mm-hmm. i like i that that stuff happens um yeah, and I think I think there's just lots of like nonverbal cues and lots of like little, you know, like it'll be how you look at someone. It'll yeah. be how you, uh, just that like you can read from the energy. If you're if you're in a state of like I don't know if they like me, then yeah. then it's um, then that probably means that you're not
0: and they don't and they don't <laughs> or or
1: they're or they're not sold on the idea. And yeah. so it's like. Um, yeah, I, um, I was giving some advice to a friend and
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it wasn't advice. It's more, I don't like giving advice, but like I was giving, <laughs> You
0: were talking to yourself in the mirror. <laughs> <No. laughs> your mirror that already has an identity crisis in the bathroom. <laughs>
1: No, I was thinking of the person that I was giving the advice to, okay. and how oh, I was going to name them. But I was talking to a female comedian, and <laughs> okay. uh, and uh, and I think the the approach that I have to all um, all dynamics that could where I could want to have sex with someone mm-hmm. um, is uh, is that I approach all kind of friendships and particularly, for example, with other comedians, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> I, particularly in the workplace when i meet someone who i've got great chemistry with yeah. who i love spending time with mm-hmm. i n- i i go this is a friendship and this is just a friendship and i i'm not hoping for anything more out of it because as colleagues mm-hmm. it's it's actually better in the long run for us to not not um not engage sexually but more than anything it's more like it's so great to have great chemistry with someone, to have someone in your life and you can't know if it's gonna become sexual. Yeah. So it's <laughs> like, let's just enjoy the friendship. If that does happen, it happens, but thinking about it
0: mm-hmm.
1: is just taking up space in your brain for other things.
0: I see what you mean, but it's a little bit exciting. It's exciting,
1: but I guess I don't I I feel like it is like there's been quite I you know, and maybe in like a month I'll be contradicting myself. Yeah. But I feel like in my like maybe f- four three years ago you know i meet someone i would feel a strong chemistry with them and then i spend a lot of time thinking about what if and how to make it something else yeah. but you can't you can't alone you know change the dynamic with someone like it has to naturally change together
0: that's
1: true yeah. so spending any time thinking about what it could be it's like no what it is right now is fucking fun and i really love seeing them and cool 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 and you know but like trying to plot out some other you know some development in the friendship into something else is like is just a waste of time
0: okay so like you think it's hard to get from friends to more than friends if you're work colleagues Mm -hmm. but if you're in is that only apply to work situations i think it applies
1: to all situations
0: because what if you like someone as a friend and then you realize in one moment like hey i have got the fuzzy warmings for you. And then, like, how do you, you know, anyone write them for a drink? Just you guys.
1: Yeah, then you can do that. <laughs> you can do that. But like, if if it hasn't, like, I feel like things do natural. Like, you can be like, hey, do you want to get a drink? And yeah. then, and then you can suss it out. Like, if it is, if it is mutual. But, um, like plotting it out and like yeah. planning and and like like trying to make it like it's it's gonna it's gonna go there if it's gonna go there. Yeah allow like make opportunities for it be like hey do you want to do you want to come to this thing oh you don't okay so they're not as motivated to spend time with me as i am or do you want to do you want to get a drink okay we get a drink and then Mm -hmm. it's super platonic it's like okay well then that's all it is like yeah but yeah so like create the opportunities but like and whether it's colleague or a friend or friend of friend like yeah but i think that's just a i think i spent a lot of time you know four years ago all of my 20s and like early 30s giving a lot of energy to hypothetical relationships that um, I felt something in.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's like, nah. Uh,
1: yeah. Like, it's just a lot of energy. To
0: so you're saying to that you've learned that through dating a comedian?
1: I learned that through having... Mm, dating, com- having friendships with comedians okay. that, um, that I had feelings for and then, like, nothing worked out yeah. or... Um, well, not just comedians like also just any relationship actually like just not just you com- know like dating like that, that the the joke i have about the romanian that i was dating um like two years ago
0: yeah just
1: you know things that you, you don't you can't control shit man that's, yeah that's true and what people want like i just have the i have zero expect like i'm very clear yeah i don't know but are you, are you trying to date people, like are you going out and meeting people in London?
0: Well that's the thing, like I also feel, I also feel this vibe of like if it's gonna happen it's gonna happen, which yes. is what you say, but then I'm also in this you know, productivity cult where the mantra is like, if you want something you gotta go and get it, you know, you gotta make things happen if you want them. So yourself yes. the out there. Yes. And it's like sometimes you don't know where that boundary lies between letting it happen. Yes. And then and Oh but I've actually gotta put in some effort here.
1: Yes, 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 yes. I think yeah, like I I stay on the dating apps like i i have a partner yeah. we're open um i have a partner yeah i have a person we're open
0: <laughs> <laughs> you said it already go and take a bath
1: and like i don't partner actively in <laughs> partner in crime yeah and i'm not like actively looking for people but we're open so like you know some of the people that i have yeah. i have sex with um that you know are just sort of more casual people that i have sex with Some of them I I don't really want to see anymore, so I still have the dating apps and that's still, I'll still look and I'm still like open to people, but yeah, just like going with the flow, it's it's all, it's all so vague sounding, but like not stressing about it, but being open, not looking for it, but like keeping those, yeah, I don't know. I think
0: that's a real Berlin lesson because you just can't plan socially, Career-wise, yeah, but socially, you can't plan shit here, mm. I feel. I think that's something you have to learn. Like, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. If you guys are going to meet up on Saturday night, it's going to happen. But if you plan it, probably one of your flake and you'll be disappointed. So you just have to let everything go with the flow. You really
1: have to let things go with the flow. And you mom. have to be
0: okay with it. It's really hard if you're, like, semi-type A.
1: Semi-type A. What the <laughs> fuck is type
0: A? You know, like, when you're type A where you like to know, like... This is going to happen at 10, this is going to happen at 1. Uh huh. Uh stuff. Uh uh-huh, You uh-huh. like to have some idea of what to expect. I but do I like to semi, th- semi type It's a. okay <laughs> to be type A. <laughs> I'm a semi, I'm a semi.
1: This is why you've been back to London. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I like, yeah, I guess, um,. Yeah, it's an, interest, it's an interesting thing, the the letting plans come or go. Like, I've got good friends, and it's like, we, we can make a plan, but mm-hmm. at the same time, like, there'll be plans that I'm like, I'm definitely going to stick to them. But then, you know, there might be nights where it's like, I'm fucking exhausted. I just want to go home. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go out partying tonight. Yeah but like cancelling on like a dinner plan that should almost never happen because yep. it's just fucking dinner but like plans to like get shit faced yeah
0: you know
1: like maybe i'll cancel you know i canceled last weekend the weekend before because mm-hmm. i was really tired from x y and z but we're gonna party this weekend it's gonna happen yeah. and then like you kind of i don't know i but yeah meeting up i don't know like there's a guy that um i used to have sex with who i sort of I haven't closed the door, but I'm closing the door, because he'll be like, hey, what are you up to tonight? And I'll mm-hmm. be like, hey, I've got a show. I'll be free at 11. He's like, let's text them. And I'm like, sure. I'm going to text. Like, you reached out to me.
0: That really bothers me, bothers me too. When someone uses, like, the we, um, the like, let's do this. But what he means is, like, I'm going to wait for you to do it.
1: It's like, you reached out to me. Yeah. I told you when I'm free. We can make a plan. Yeah. I'll be free at 11. You said, let's let's talk then. Well, then fucking hit me up then. Yeah. Like... What are you doing?
0: I'm absolutely on board with that. Okay, yeah. Like let's see how it goes, okay? But let's means you and I, that means that you also have to put in the effort.
1: Like you've reached out to yeah. me, I've told you when I'm free. You're saying let's organize it later. That means you need to organize it later if you want to like I've just to- I've told you my availability. Yeah. We can do that. Yeah. I might. It's like
0: the same when someone messages you, like, um, what are you up to tonight instead of just saying, do you want to hang out tonight? Because that's what they mean. But yes. they kind of want to check out what your plans are. They kind of want to scope the situation before they commit to saying that they want to hang out with you.
1: Yeah, although I sometimes say, what are you up to tonight? Because, you know, maybe they've got a plan. Like, like, do you want to hang out tonight? Maybe yeah. they've already got a plan. You know, maybe it's like, what are you up to? Like, do you have space? Yeah. Is kind of okay. the question. When I say, "What are you up to tonight?" Um, but yeah, it's not a lack of commitment. I guess it's more of like a. I understand that you might be busy already.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If it's like, "Do you want to hang out tonight?" Then it feels like it's just oh, tonight. It's too much. Yeah, it feels okay. a bit like it's. It's a bit like. Uh, yeah, it's more like. Let's see what we're both th- like. Let's mm-hmm. see what we're, I don't know. It's interesting. I feel like the more I'm talking, the more I'm like, "Wow, how flaky have I become?" <laughs>
0: reality check Anna yeah. you're a flake I'm a total flake I'm not a flake
1: but like some people I'm absolutely a flake like there's definitely like levels of um, flakiness flakiness are
0: you a what do they call it a pastry
1: am I filo or are
0: you a 99 cents flake they don't have that here but they have that in the UK what's a
1: 99 cents flake um, oh like the Cadbury chocolate yeah
0: the thing that you put in on an
1: ice cream yummy yeah. um I'm not flaky but it depends on the... relate. Like, there are flaky relationships, and so then I will meet in the flakiness. Yeah. Mm, flake meets flake. Yeah,
0: like, um, you have to meet flake
1: with flake. Exactly. Yeah. Flake. <laughs> 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 yeah, I got nothing to add to that. I think you're right. <laughs> flake to flake.
0: Right. <laughs> flake to flake. Flake to flake.
1: In Australia, we um, call uh, shark meat flake. Do they do that in the UK?
0: Not that I've heard of. Okay. I don't... I don't think they sell shark meat in the UK. I think that that sounds very. It sounds you so Australian,
1: doesn't it? But we call it flake, so it's like we eat shark all the time, but we don't think about it as shark because we call it flake.
0: Really? Yeah. Okay, so like in the way in the UK in the pub they'd sell like um, pork crackling. Mm-hmm. In in Australia in the pub they'll sell flake.
1: oh uh, there's pork crackling too. <laughs> But just at the local fish and chip shop, it's like the standard fish. Like the cheapest yeah. fish is always shark. It's sh- it's flake. for real. It
0: sounds crazy it's, now that I
1: say uh, it, but it's sounds true. Crazy. Yeah, flake is shark. How does it taste? It's just
0: normal
1: fish. It's fine. Okay. It's good. It sounds. Yeah. What kind of
0: shark is it?
1: I guess it's like a gummy shark.
0: I don't know. It's like a small
1: one. Okay. A little guys, little guys, but not too little. So you're know.
0: killing baby sharks. Yeah, baby sharks. Baby <laughs> sharks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm definitely having this when I go to Australia. Yeah. So when, when I like you like to get- try new foods.
1: When are you going to Australia?
0: Um, when shall I go? When's the best time to go?
1: Uh, I would say don't go don't leave Europe in in summer so don't go in the middle of uh, don't go in the middle of the year cuz you're going to winter there okay. I would say go um, so
0: like sk- do a winter skip and have two summers
1: Yeah yeah
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah Oh yeah No yeah Yeah, oh, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah no Oh no yeah no <laughs>
1: Exactly. I would say um, get out of Europe uh, around December.
0: Okay.
1: Um, Like be there. Like January is fucking hot usually. Mm -hmm. So Jan, if you want to skip the super heat, go in February. By the time it's March, it's already getting a little bit. By the time it's April, it's getting a bit cold on the east coast. So.
0: What is it like to celebrate? Um, Christmas in the summer. And
1: oh, that's
0: just normal. Oh, no. It's just normal. Like, it's just still, normal. Do they still decorate with like fake snow? Uh,
1: no, no, no. We
0: don't know that's dumb. It's No, it's that's dumb. That's, <laughs> no, that's have... dumb. <laughs> dumb. No you... <laughs> That's
1: the dumbest part about Christmas. <laughs> it's the snow. Um snow Do you decorate
0: palm trees or Um yeah there's
1: some like lights and palm trees yeah Yeah, we have palms on the um on like some of the beach boulevards in melbourne there there might be some lights up there but there's just like tinsel and lights and there'll be some houses that do like the full-on like led like Mm -hmm. decorations in the front yard and they'll have like snowmen it's like this is ridiculous (laughs) um but uh but yeah just normal decorations you know, usually I still grew up with like roasts, um, like roast dinners for Christmas lunch, even that's like super hot. So as we
0: do got you roast ch- Uh
1: we don't roast chonk, it's usually lamb, <laughs> lamb, chicken, there'll be like a leg of ham. Um, but as uh, as we sort of mature, like, uh, like in the last 10 years, we started doing more like seafood and uh, which is better for the climate mm. like it's it's much nicer to eat seafood for Christmas dinner mm. or Christmas lunch because it's fucking hot But yeah it's just you know still want still want to have like Christmas pudding though and Aww. like custard and stuff so there's still like a lot of British elements to it but it's like usually pretty hot yeah nice yeah
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. maybe so. maybe next year yeah do it yeah do, it. Do, you, do you know
1: people in Australia not
0: really okay I met a couple of Australian comics at the fringe yeah um, I met an Australian guy, went out and traveling. Maybe I just like, no, I don't need to meet people. I'll meet people when I get there. Oh,
1: you will, for sure. Hey, would you do like Every a working holiday? are friendly.
0: Yeah, no. we are, we're Pretty, pretty
1: nice. You don't think so. We're nice. We're nice. We're oh. friendly. <laughs> we're friendly. She's got opinions. <laughs> we're friendly. No, man, like Anglo societies are super friendly to strangers.
0: Yeah. Yeah
1: like absolutely then the thing is though super friendly to strangers and then once you get talking like if you want to get real then it's a little bit more judgy and and um yeah and not that open um not that emotionally open Mm -hmm. but not like u.s level like u.s is like feels very weirdly superficial and overly uh overly
0: nice whereas Mm -hmm. australia is
1: a lot more sorry a lot more more like the british but still more direct than the british the british like to circumlocute like they don't want to talk about they just
0: don't tell you what they mean
1: no no whereas aussies are a lot more direct and so yeah but but generally very open and friendly and helpful to strangers yes 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 yes. um yeah so are you going to do like a working holiday visa or something yeah i think that's
0: the only option actually probably i have to like pick Break,
1: probably probably yeah uh-huh.
0: maybe
1: work on a shark farm
0: do a shark farm <laughs> <laughs> i just i do them what's the most australian I i could work on a shark farm in
1: in south australia there's lots of sharks there yeah? Yeah. I think you'll really like Melbourne. So go to Melbourne. That's,
0: that's like the hipster city, right? Yeah. yeah. It's
1: like the Berlin of Australia, I guess.
0: But the weather apparently <laughs> isn't very typically Australian. No? Uh, oh, you know what? I just finished watching. I don't know if it's set in Melbourne. Like that program by um, Kitty Flanagan. Um, Fisk? Fisk? It's like a new sitcom. Ooh. It's Australian. Have you seen it?
1: I, I watched the new sitcom with the uh, kind of. It's oh, gonna be terrible, my description of her, but the kind of have you seen um shit? This is gonna be one of those like going nowhere descriptions of things that um, aren't specific. It's called Fisk. I have not seen it. But
0: a lawyer who's misguided. Okay, no,
1: I haven't. I watched mm-hmm. um I watched the series by I've forgotten her name, um, but she plays like a mum, like a bad mum in, in a TV series called TV series called um It's called falling down not falling down it's um it's about like being a mother and being a kind of shit mother um i don't know it's it's very it's very me neither but it's very great mom you're you're the best um It's all those baby sharks and uh, (laughs) it's oh what is the it's a a great series it's an Aussie series about um, like a mother's group and Mm -hmm. uh, yeah but anyway she's one of the mothers in it and now she's got her own series and she's this um, like food writer in the US but she's Aussie and she comes Mm -hmm. back to Australia and she gets stuck in Australia um, because of her visa situation somehow Mm -hmm. stuff goes awry Uh, that's very funny Um, but no, I haven't seen Fisk. I- and why- what were you- what in it? Oh, you're wondering if it's based- it's set in Melbourne. They
0: have- they have a lot of trams in it. Do you guys have trams? Yes, that's Melbourne. Ah, okay. I was very astounded by
1: that. You were astounded by the (laughs) trams?
0: Yeah, I was like, that's so European. (laughs) I- the
1: trams have always been my favourite form of transport. Why?
0: Um,
1: because they are they are they are they stop more regularly than trains and they're in a It's such a city. nerdy conversation. It is so nerdy. What's your
0: favorite form of public transport?
1: Oh man trams are the best come on like I do like a train but every everyone hates buses it's it's worldwide consensus buses are the low, lowest form of pu- public transport. And some people
0: like them because you can look outside.
1: Yeah that's the only problem with um, underground is that there's no view hmm. yeah you, you don't like trams
0: I don't mind them I just um, they, they're you know they're, they're tied to their they don't have freedom
1: they don't have freedom they're tied I like, feel only <laughs> only <laughs> sorry for them only free the, the trams free the trams <laughs> 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 only buses have freedom and buses are fucking annoying because they get stuck in traffic
0: like maybe trams wish they were buses and buses
1: I think <laughs> trams wish they were
0: cars
1: <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to be a car do you drive in, in London?
0: No, I just did my driving lessons for the second time, okay. so hopefully get my license soon. Okay. Yeah. Regret. I wish I did that in high school.
1: Me too, but I have lived my whole life without a driver's license. Oh so,
0: yeah. Yeah. How, what do you do when you go on holiday? Like that's that's the one reason I want a license because I can't yeah. um, hire bus, a vehicle. Buses, baby. <laughs> bus <is> baby. <laughs> but buses, baby. I just, I just,
1: or I'll be with someone who's got a driver's license, yeah, and great. then I, that's 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 great. Like,
0: is your new fling drive? He,
1: he does. Okay. He does. I don't know if he's got a valid license though, so it'll be interesting.
0: Because what do you need to do when you're dating is find someone who can drive, especially in Berlin, because you're that looking for someone who
1: compliments you. <laughs> yeah, you're
0: like that's such a nice <laughs> way to put it. You're looking for someone that compliments you, someone that. Can help you move your stuff when you have to move for the tenth time oh
1: yeah someone that
0: can drive you to the lake someone who can
1: yeah oh driven to the lake oh drive you God. to the airport i like riding to the lake though like where i live yeah. now where we are here it's like a it's a solid ride but it's like 45 minutes and you're at a lake and it's yeah. it's like just a straight path okay. very easy and uh i think riding to the lake is much nicer than needing to find parking or i don't know like I just don't like cars because of all the extra costs that are connected and then also the dangers.
0: Not cuz you don't have a license.
1: Not because <laughs> I don't have a license. No. No. All my partners in Australia always uh, could drive and I had a couple of cars in Australia.
0: I oh, so you could drive.
1: I could I was I could drive as a learner, but I never got my license.
0: Okay. Are you going to do
1: you have any interest in that? I'm turning 37 in like a month and a half. I think like if I got like why would I get my license? In in Berlin, mm-hmm. if I if I have if I have a kid, mm-hmm. uh, which I do plan to do mm-hmm. in like four, in like three and a half years, um, <laughs> I,
0: we have to talk about your timeline. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was talk- I, I had um, I had breakfast with my with one of my best friends this morning, and we were, he's like we're the same year. Mm-hmm. Most of my good friends, like good good friends, not comedy related, some comedy related. Mm-hmm. were all born in eighty six. Okay, and uh, it's funny this connection with the year but, uh, and sort of the camaraderie that comes from having lived the same like the same time, mm-hmm. um but uh but you're yeah, talking about approaching forty and what we want, and so, like, I found out everyone who mm-hmm. fucking might listen here knows and anyone in my audiences I, I got my fertility tested and it mm-hmm. came back that I'm like very fertile so I'm going to get my eggs frozen oh really,
0: congratulations thank
1: you, thank you that's
0: such a boost here you get like things you never knew that you were good at I oh, know, <laughs> like guys right. I'm actually super good at eggs
1: I'm super good at eggs <laughs> <I'm>
0: <laughs> so- <laughs> some people make a good omelette I'm, I'm I'm gonna ask, guys. <laughs> I've got eggs for days. I've
1: got eggs for days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm working out a bit about it. It's, um... Yeah, it's hilarious. But, um... But in terms of, like, having a kid and having a license, like, there's a lot of... There's a good argument for, like, get your license if you have a kid. So, yeah. what if you need to take them to the hospital? What if you yeah, know? yeah. But, um, in Berlin, like, I would like to... Like, if I have kids, I think Berlin is a really good... Like, a lot of people don't agree, but I think Berlin's an extremely good city for having kids because, um... Like lots of reasons, mm. uh, health system, the childcare system, mm. um, also the density of living means like easy community. In, in terms of their the kids' independence once they're in school yep. and being able to That's visit free. friends That's and all free. of this stuff. Um, but also in terms of having a kid here, uh, having a bike and riding with the fucking the box in front of your mm. bike, or being able to transport your kid with a bicycle is very um, is like very what's the word doable okay let's continue we just uh may have lost the high quality recording um for the last fucking hour um but we'll just wrap up the last sort of 15 minutes so That was to really dis-
0: hot. <laughs> Anna's had a Cadbury surprise. She's super good at eggs. <laughs>
1: had a Cadbury surprise. That's a cute little reference, although, yeah, that only works in the in the Cadbury eating world. Kin- yeah. Okay,
0: sorry, a kinder surprise.
1: It's a kinder. Oh, I, uh, <laughs> I
0: made the reference culturally oh, approved for me. It. and it's
1: also even like more specific, too. That's so funny. I, that, yeah, I'm gonna have to use Kinder Surprise in the in the bit for sure. Yeah. But yeah, so um, got lots of eggs. But yeah, so like in terms of cycling, I don't need a license in Berlin mm-hmm. if I have kids because riding a bike with kids is very easy here. Yep. And then, you know, and once they're like, once they're like two, they can ride their own fucking bike. <laughs> Off your pop, yeah. off your pop taquita, bye bye! Do or die. <laughs> yeah, like mm-hmm. mum's gotta work, you yeah. know, get yourself to this free childcare that I pay, well, only like 200 euro a month for. Like the childcare's so good here.
0: Childcare, here, my sister's <gasps> had a baby in England and mm-hmm. they don't, at the moment, they don't pay for childcare until the child's like three or four. Mm-hmm. So, like, what? And then the cost of childcare is basically the same as a salary. So the older I get, the more I realise why people are housewives, you know? Because when I was younger, I was like, I want to work my whole life. I went to an all-girls school, so I was like, I want to be super feminist. Like, why would you ever be a housewife? Like, I didn't understand it. And now I'm like, actually, It makes sense that you want to look after your own kid if you're working and every single cent that you make is going to go on childcare. You might as well just stay at home and look after your own kid.
1: Right? Well, if that's the system. If if
0: that's the system. Exactly. If that's the system. Or if you don't have your parents around to help you. I mean, they say it takes a village and Mm -hmm. I think you don't understand that until you see a child grow up.
1: Yeah. And until you realize how much work it is and how it's much better to have a variety of adults around with different perspectives and different approaches Mm. and different experiences and absolutely
0: how many are you one of many siblings Uh, I just I have
1: one brother but then I have um three step siblings okay we sort of became a joint family uh when I was like 12 and then the kid uh, so my step siblings are like five seven years younger than me and my brothers older than me so. Okay. so you've
0: been around like
1: younger kids yeah. than you okay yeah um but um but yeah i think i would only want one kid maybe two if shit's crazy good, but like, <laughs> I'd say one kid's fucking yeah, enough. But I am so
0: good at eggs. I'm so good at eggs. You can't waste your skills. <laughs> well,
1: You're well, good at eggs. I'm good at eggs. <laughs> I'm good at eggs. I, gotta be, no, but I can I can sell my eggs, you know. like I can sell the eggs, right? Yeah,
0: you can. Mm-hmm. I, I know someone when I was, was in Erasmus. This. Oh, this girl I was studying with, um... Because I lived in, 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 in Spain, in Sevilla, which mm-hmm. was like, it's not the most affluent part of Spain. Anyway, this girl, her, like her family was struggling, and she didn't tell them, I think, that she sold her eggs. Interesting. But like you have to take a lot of hormones for like two or three months like, Yes cause I always thought like, oh, send the eggs, it's so easy No so, And I don't know if men have to take hormones when they... No, they do. they don't eggs? have to
1: fucking do shit okay, when they yeah, give Because them. apparently
0: when you give eggs you have to like do injections for a while And yep. she was having like sickness and all this shit And yeah. I was like, wow
1: It's hardcore That's
0: like, hardcore
1: It's hardcore to, to do the egg thing So I'm planning to do it uh, mm. by the end of the year Yeah. I've got my appointment with um, the person, like the doctor in like like a week and a half and yeah start the process and I think it's gonna cost me about 3,000 euro but um,
0: does, that include, like, does that include like renting them like what's
1: the rent for the, where they like stay? like storage? storage. 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 <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> it includes a storage rental yeah. and um, it includes the the, the freezer space so so, uh, I think it's around 500 euro a year to keep them frozen okay maybe a little bit less so how much is that per month 60 euros a month 60 euros a month that's like um it's quite an investment
0: public transport
1: it's like public transport It's like the <laughs> the, the ticket in Berlin the the, the Germany ticket German, Germany it's wide. the ticket
0: to your future
1: that's right but then i could also sell it. like it could be that like i don't use them and then i can just like sell them at a discount <laughs> once they're like three years frozen but yeah it just means like doing it if my eggs are this high quality now mm-hmm. it's like it's easier to um, get them out when you've got high quality and high volume uh, yeah. or high, high quantity eggs because yeah. um, when you get older it gets less and so it's harder to get them out if you do want to freeze them so that's why I want to freeze them because it's going to be quite a successful uh, process because there's so many and good quality apparently because <laughs> you're so good at because i'm so good at eggs and <laughs> and then i'll just keep them frozen for the next three years and then hopefully like if i don't use them then i guess theoretically i could i could sell them in my 40s and be like oh you use them here we go um but hopefully i i use one and i'm able to do the whole motherhood thing
0: how, how do you feel about the like Freezing your
1: eggs and stuff, because because of all the hormones, at first I was like, I'm not gonna do it because yeah. if I have like an average count for my age, then I usually have to do it twice, and so it's doing those hormones yeah. for, like ends up being like at least four months of injecting yourself with these fucking hormones and um, and experiencing all of the emotional and physical uh, difficulties that having that level of hormone uh, yeah. change does. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so yeah, at first I was like, no, I'm not going to do that because that's too trauma, like it's too much trauma yeah. for the possibility of being a mum. But now that I know that I've got, I'm good at eggs, then I uh, <laughs> then it's going to be just once that I need to do it, yeah. and it's going to be a successful thing because it's it's all good, and uh, and then it just means that I don't have to be stressed about the the functioning of my body until you know I, I'm ready to have a kid it's like it's all good it's all mm-hmm. in there it's like I don't know it's like I, it's kind of pain for not needing to think about having kids for another three years but
0: if you're good at eggs mm-hmm. and you freeze your eggs mm-hmm. can you still conceive naturally?
1: I could still conceive naturally oh, okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: yeah they're That's not like taking all of them out That's <laughs> so cool I don't know much about this excuse my ignorance
1: they're not emptying anyway. the fridge they're they're just <laughs>
0: Just chicken a couple. They just <laughs> your neighbours like, I need to borrow some eggs.
1: Yeah, it's like they're not they're not taking the chickens out of the coop. Okay. They're just they're just uh collecting the eggs that are there now and saving them for later. Cool.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So I can still conceive naturally, definitely. Do you have any names
0: for your potential baby chickens?
1: I actually do know what I'd like to call my child, um, but I'm not gonna say it because that's uh, how you destroy okay. it. Okay. Yeah, but I, I know exactly what I'd like to call my child. Is
0: it a German name? No. Is it an Aussie
1: name? It's English. It's
0: English, I think. Yeah,
1: but it could like have some, you know, variations on Are it. Are
0: you named after somebody
1: in your family? No, my mum just likes the name Anna. Okay. Are you? No. Yeah, because Annabelle. What's yeah. yeah? What's what's your what's your background like? What's the heritage of uh, the mink of a clan?
0: So it's a Bulgarian name. Mm-hmm. So my parents are both from Sofia, from Bulgaria, mm-hmm. but they moved to the UK pretty much as soon as it was possible to travel, okay. from east to west. Okay, mm-hmm. but yeah, my parents and their parents. My parents grew up in Sofia, mm-hmm. um, and their parents are also from Sofia. One mm-hmm. of my grandmas is from like the south of Bulgaria, mm-hmm. but pretty much they're all. Like most of my family and heritage is from that. I think I had like a great great granddad who was like a Greek priest or something. Mm. But um, yeah, it's Bulgarian. Bulgarian. Do you but speak Bulgarian? I do. Ah. So
1: you speak with Deo sometimes? Sometimes everybody?
0: but I don't think he likes it.
1: He doesn't like speaking Bulgarian. Well
0: sometimes he tries to sometimes he does. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if, I don't know if he likes it that much. Okay. Alright, interesting. Yeah. I've tried to like connect with him. I haven't seen him in a while. Maybe I should try again. Maybe or not. Maybe 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 it could be
1: a vibe. We'll see. But I'm named after
0: a poem about a dead lady. So Edgar Allan Poe has a poem called Anne Uh Boleyn, and it's like really sad. Mm -hmm. It's about this girl who dies.
1: How does she die?
0: I don't even I don't remember. But it's just like a woeful
1: a woeful woeful
0: poem about this beautiful dead woman.
1: I prefer (laughs) the adjective (laughs) woey.
0: Is isn't that a woey? No. <laughs> woey, because it makes it funny. It's so woey, woey. So
1: that was like a word and yeah. boggle that I once tried to convince people. Oh my a god, word. boggle! How good is boggle?
0: What a flashback!
1: Yeah, oh, it's one of my favorite games for sure. Are you a Scrabble player? I do like Scrabble. Yeah, I've only got a German set though, um, which no one wants to play oh, with.
0: Me. So cultured. <laughs> I'm so. Can I mean, it happen in German? I'm such a bilingual. <laughs> bi-wingle. Bi-wingle. <laughs> <Whoa-y. laughs> oh, <wow-y.
1: laughs>
0: <laughs> so intelligence.
1: So intelligence. Do you want to say
0: German Scrabble
1: with me? But Boggle, Boggle, Boggle's the shit. Boggle's just a, 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 like a word game for anyone that's listening that cares. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> with, it's got the little dice with like, uh, hold on, the plural is die? or the, No, it's dice. It's got dice with letters on them and then you shake them up and uh, you have to make words uh, with the dice that connect and you can go diagonal, and you can go horizontal, under. it's very, it's very enjoyable um, Okay, so do you want to have kids?
0: I think I do want to have kids yeah. I, d- I don't know, like, I don't, I feel like I'm around a lot of people who don't want to have kids Yeah. so it kind of influences my opinion sometimes but I, I do, I, you know what, I don't ever want to be a mum, but I do know that I want to be a grandma
1: that's so interesting.
0: So in order, in order to be a grandma, you do have to be a mum. Why do you want to be a grandma? I just feel like, I think I've had a really strong connection with both of my grandmas mm-hmm. and they helped raise me and I think that they can play such an important role in the life of young people. Like I think elderly people have so much knowledge and wisdom to share and I think we live in a, scale a bit deep, I think we live in a society where often like old people are kind of ostracised as just... Being crazy or bigots, or, and obviously they have often outdated opinions. But I don't know I think they have a lot of love to give, and unlike your parents, you know, like they spoil you and mm-hmm. they give you all these things that you like, and they cook for you. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I think it's cute. Yeah,
1: fuck yeah, I totally agree. I think there's too much of a disconnect between um, between yeah young and middle-aged people and old people, yeah. and I think it's uh, I think it's devastating, and I think it hurts us as a society. I think. I grew up with no old people around me. I got my step grandparents. Um, they were great, and I and they're still great. Um, but yeah, my well, my sadly, my yeah, I just didn't have um, almost any connection to, to older people. So I, you know, I speak out of very little experience. But I, I just don't think that we should they should be so. Like I talk about not wanting to get old in Germany because mm-hmm. when I'm old, I want to be able to walk down the street and have strangers smile at me. You know. Yeah, maybe here's not. <laughs> he not the place. Here's not the place. Here's not the place. And I wanna, I wanna grow old somewhere that's you know friendly and whatever. But like, and where there's a community and people are involved yeah. and stuff. So, yeah, I think it's a real sh- like I think in Australia, I think Australia is very isolating on so many levels. And oh
0: really?
1: And, and yeah, like it's so it's so spread out. So oh, right
0: because of the distances. Yeah, yeah okay, and then. so.
1: Being connected to your family is is quite hard, and having any independence at a certain level is mm. difficult because everything's so spread out. So, I definitely want to die in Europe. Um, yeah, yeah, probably in like sunny, happy Europe.
0: In like my orca. Yeah. You want to just want to die from like too much tan.
1: Just too much tan. Just want to just die of melanoma. I want to
0: be like a little leather.
1: I want to be. <laughs> I want to <laughs> be a leather bag. <laughs> My dead eggs inside
0: it. Yeah, your eggs <laughs> will yeah, still be alive. Oh,
1: they will still be going. <laughs> You'll be
0: so good. At <laughs> They're gonna
1: defy, defy age. But we have to wrap up. I've got to, yeah. Um, yes, but uh, where can people find you? Are you yeah? What what's? Do you have an online presence? What's happening?
0: Well, I'm on the Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> Annabelle Do You can- post Jim. Um, I, I'm working on it. Yeah. I just, I think I just started my acceptance of social media. Yeah. So, yeah, I post, um, I just post my, um, gig dates every now and again. Nice. If you want to come and watch me. Mm. And soon there'll be content.
1: Soon there'll be content. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you very
0: much for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you.
1: That's been Adults Only Comedy (laughs) Berlin. Goodbye.